maybe instead of sharing that negativity, we should actually share something positive and try to encourage somebody and maybe lift somebody up. We rise by lifting others up. You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 139, episode number 234. Super excited that you're here for yet another amazing episode, another powerful episode. I mean, this is good. This is a really good podcast. I was introduced to this gentleman through another friend who was also on the podcast. Thank you. I think that's always awesome where you can connect with somebody through somebody that believes in what you believe wholeheartedly. And that's one of the things that we talk about in this podcast episode is how you're able to connect with more like-minded people, whether that be positivity or negativity. My guest today is Christopher Worth, who is the host of the No Quit podcast. He answered some of these questions so interestingly, very raw, very real. One of the things I love about Chris is his overwhelming positivity, some of the things that he really tries to do, and he sees the world the way I see the world in the sense of even the smallest thing, the smallest positive impact can make a large impact. Things as smiling to a stranger, and then you'll hear one of the cool things that him and his company with his podcast are doing to literally change the country and the world. Like they're doing this thing, they're sending it out and it's just making a massive impact. So there's a lot of cool things going on here with them. And then at the end, he talks about one of the most difficult things he's had to overcome, how he's doing that and what he got from that and how he's moving on from that. So remember, you can find this podcast and all other podcasts the conversations and contemplations on christophlewis.com forward slash podcast or on any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find me on Instagram at Christoph Lewis. So without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis podcast to create your career. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, man. It's It's been really fun talking with you off camera already. We had a phone call the other day. Well, it's a lot of days ago now, but it was a really <laughs> good conversation. I was just really excited to talk to you. I get always excited for these podcasts, but I always get especially excited when the guest is equally excited. I think that says a lot about conversation in general and doing something that you enjoy when the other person enjoys it too. It's just, ah, and I love it. And it's so fun because I'm going to record on your podcast after this. And it's so cool that we align so much on a lot of our goals and our vision and our, our dream and our hopes to inspire other people through sparking these conversations and making a change in the world. And I honestly believe that. And I know you believe it. Before we get into the rest of this conversation, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more who you are. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, so my name is Christopher J. Worth, and I'm the host of the No Quit Living podcast. I also run No Quit Living, which is a motivational speaking training and coaching company. And I kind of have an interesting background where I played basketball and tennis in college, and then I coached college basketball, high school, and AAU basketball. So I think the coaching competitive side was always uh, in in my blood. And yeah. I also run a wealth management uh, firm, which I did right after college. And now I've transitioned into no quit living. So I wear a lot of different hats. I love doing the podcast. I love speaking. I love coaching. And to your point before, 
when I get the chance, a chance to connect with like-minded individuals that kind of see things very similar, it's just fun. And, and you said something that was really neat before, as you said, when the guest is as excited and having a show myself, I think, you know, too, as you can tell when people are really amped up as opposed to kind of, all right, you know, it's four o'clock and I have to do my podcast. And you and I were, were texting and sending messages back and forth today, I think like six, eight hours ago about getting excited. So I knew, uh, I knew we'd both be ready to bring it today. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I, I don't dislike my day job. I still, you know, I have a day job and I do that, but I, even though I have, I have a certain level of excitement for it, you know, it only gets so much from me, but I, I do always look forward to this, but I, I will transparently say that I don't always, I don't always look forward to it but it's like a workout. Every time I do the podcast and I record a session, I get done and I, I never walk away going, oh, I regret having that conversation. Like it's, <laughs> it's always so good and I feel so good walking away from it. I got to just interject for a second because I think it's so funny. I, I've, I'm sure you've seen it. I know we're both connected on social media, but it's there's a, a probably like 10 different memes that are, that are flying all around about, <laughs> it's like nobody said after a workout, you know, I really regret that. It's, it's the exact opposite is on the way to the gym or a workout you know, you feel kind of down, you're telling yourself, I don't want to do it. But once you get going and once it's done, I don't think I've never seen anybody, myself included, said, oh, you know, I, I really crushed that workout, man, I feel terrible. And I wish <laughs> I had just sat on the couch. It's, it's to your point, it's when you do it and it's excitement, you're done. You're like, all right, that was awesome. Yeah, man. It's, it's an interesting thing that you can get this mental and physical workout and it's pretty much the same feeling of accomplishment and, and having absolutely no regret at all. It's, I like it, but I want to know more about your desire to work towards what you're doing right now. So how did you, it's always, so one of the questions as a podcast host myself, one of the questions I always get is like, why did you even start a podcast or all these things? So I want to know, how did you get into no quit living? I know you said you were a coach and you kind of had that kind of mentality before, but how did you turn that into a podcast? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I turned it into both a podcast and a business and I was coaching and mentoring a lot of my junior partners at my wealth management firm. I was on a couple boards. I had been doing quite a bit of speaking at some graduations and things like that. And I selfishly got certified at the first ever John C. Maxwell speaking training and coaching certification program mm -hmm. back in Orlando in 2011. And I did it because I wanted to be a better speaker, coach and trainer for my, my wealth management business. Then fast forward a couple of years and I started coaching a lot of people, both in my business, outside of the business. And I was still coaching high school basketball at the time. And I just started becoming an avid fan and listener of different podcasts. And what I loved about podcasts, and I'm sure you can say the same, is you can search different shows and you can see different guests. And, and every guest might not resonate with, with everybody, mm -hmm. but I might click on your show and be like, oh, man, you know, this guest is on. I definitely want to check it out. And I found myself getting more interested and interested and I started sharing shows with my friends and I started you know, recommending different shows. And so many of my friends said, Chris, you know, you have an insane network. You should think about doing a show and you can get some really cool guests on whether it's sports, entertainment, in business, in the military, you know, you have this, this wide range of, and you know, when someone tells you something once, it's kind of like your parents telling you when you're like, <laughs> Oh, you know, you can do anything. And of course you believe it because it's your parents, but <laughs> When someone else says it, a friend, a teacher, a classmate, and what happened for me is, like I said, there was probably seven or eight different people over a month or so that said you should think about doing it. And I happened to be speaking up actually in, in Boston 
Massachusetts at an event for my financial company. I actually met the guy who ran the audio and visual for the hotel. We just hit it off and I gave him my card and I told him a little bit about what I do and we just stayed in touch and fast forward like a month or two after that, I told him about my idea for the show and he basically just came out and said, he said to me, dude, I'm, I'm in, I, I love oh, the wow. idea. He went to school for it. He's like, I'll edit, I'll do everything. And I was oh, like, wow. wait, so I just have to do the interview and talk <laughs> to people and you'll do the rest of it. And he's like, yeah, I was like, all right, I'm in dude. Um, and you know, it's just amazing how, when you have these shows, I've been so fortunate to be a guest on, on over 200 shows now myself. And, wow. and I don't say that in any way, shape or form bragging, but I say it actually unbelievably humbled. Anytime I get a chance to talk to somebody and share our message, our mission, I just, I'm enamored by the ability to connect with people. And, and again, you and I would not be mm -hmm. here if it wasn't for your show. A good friend of mine, Jeff Forster was on, was on your show. He's yeah. awesome guy. Did a great job on the episode. And, you know, he just sent me something over and I was like, you know what? I was like, I definitely got to connect with this guy. That's awesome. I love that last point there. And I've, I've really cherished the friendship, the recent friendship, because we haven't been talking for too, too long, but Jeff has been great. Jeff is, he's always there. He's just such a helpful guy. And yeah. you can tell what what's so special about him and people like that is that they genuinely care. And when you have friends like that, that you can tell genuinely care and that can connect you to other people that genuinely care that's really special. Like he, you said, how we were able to connect like that. And then being, I mean, you do that 200 times, like you said, like that's no easy feat. Like you're the 139th guest I've had. I know how much work that has been having 139 people on here. So I know being a guest on 200 shows, that's, that's a lot of work too. And then obviously you're having your own podcast there too. So you're busy, but it's all for the sake of this awesomeness that you are doing and the impact that you're making right here. And I think that's incredible how you did get into that and then how you have a business out of that as well is, is really cool. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, definitely a challenge. There's been some days, as you know, where it's you see it's like you you feel like you're on an uphill treadmill the entire time, and you're like, does it ever stop or slow down? But yeah. you know, as everyone knows, and you know, and and all your listeners know, it's 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 not the end result. It's it's the journey along the way, yeah. and and I wouldn't trade any of it for where it is today because it makes you who you are, and it's mm -hmm. just been really exciting in so many ways. Yeah, it's hard for me as a really goal oriented person to have learned that it really is the journey. And it's one of those things that you hear all the time, but it's really hard to implement within your own life. At least it has been for me. So I do like that you brought that up. And that's one of those things I, I feel as if like, I don't really have a goal for the podcast per se, like in the long term, but it is the epitome of experiencing the journey and, you know, living in the now enjoying this conversation with you, learning from you and being able to share this information with other people. But I wanna kind of dig deeper into the why you're doing what you're doing now. You do a lot of great things with helping other people. For example, you were putting the positivity notes. We were talking about this on, uh, I think it was on the phone call when we first started talking, but yeah. I wanna know more about that. I wanna really highlight this because I thought it was really special, really unique, and I wanna encourage other people to do something similar I'm to that. I'm just gonna that. grab one, hold on so I can show you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so these, these are the actual positivity notes. And yeah. as you can see, the, the middle part here is completely blank. So anybody can fill in. Um, and our whole thing is it started off literally um, May and June of, of 19. And I had an idea. Um, I had a friend or two that we were actually writing by hand. So the old pads that I used to have had nothing on it. So as mm. you can see, we were writing all the other stuff by hand 
that's how how we were doing it and we were just putting on different cars around the connecticut and new york area where we are we're where we are in connecticut it's literally a minute drive to new york so we were in both states and i'd i'd post it and and i wasn't posting it to to brag or to get notoriety i was i was posting it actually to hope that people would catch on with the positivity and lo and behold we're in, I believe, 29 states. We've been in three countries. And I think our last date, I think we have almost 8,000 um, notes that we've shared. Wow. And I say that unbelievably hum- humble. I say it unbelievably grateful. And the coolest part is we've had people in all different states, all different cities reach out and say, hey, send me some. Hey, could you send me some? We've had a couple of churches and organizations ask to send the blank ones. So without us filling them out and They've done them with their kids and youth groups. And the reality is we put these on car um, right under the windshield wipers. And without me even really thinking about it, if you look at it, it looks kind of like a ticket from before, <laughs> from far away. Sure. So, so, so many people have tagged us and sent me messages and said, you know, I got out of the restaurant or work and I was so pissed <laughs> off. And I'm like, oh, I got a ticket. And I walk over and it's a positivity note. And I was like, holy cow. I was like, that's like the, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the, um, the Sour Patch Kids commercial where it's like, yeah. oh, it's really sour and then it's sweet. And and I said, you know, that's not the reason we did it. But but the crazy thing is I did this because I wanted to have a, an impact locally. And I didn't know if we were going to do 20, 50, 100. But the reason we started counting is because it's been so awesome when people reach out and say, hey, can you send me five or 10 or 15? And people like Jeff and and other really cool, cool people in my corner. I have a good friend of mine, Allison who's been awesome with it. And my buddy, Chris Wilberding has, has literally shared this throughout the country. And and the reality is positivity leads to more positivity. And I think people always say, and I know you've heard of the, the adage or the, the expression that negativity sells. And I think, unfortunately, you know, you turn on the news and it's negative, negative, negative. And, you know, the last 20 seconds, like here we have a positive, Oh, we ran out of time. We'll, we'll show yeah. you tomorrow. And uh, my point of that is, it's something that doesn't cost anything other than a minute or two of someone's time. So if you said to me, hey, Chris, could you send me some? We we send them to you. We mail them to you. And literally, you open up an envelope, and all you have to do is put them out. And the one thing we ask of everybody is just when you put them out, you take a couple pictures and tag us on social media. And it's not – you know, we're not doing that because we want – to be famous and we want to be you know, out there, we're doing it exactly the opposite is someone sees it and then somebody else sees it and then somebody shares it. And instead of me going out to my you know, couple thousand people that follow our page, now I'm going out to your followers and people that don't know you are now all of a sudden looking at it. And it just, it's an opportunity to really spread positivity. And I think unfortunately in today's day and age with our country, especially with, with an election coming up this year, you know, it's just going to be nonstop negativity. And I, my hope is that this makes people think a little bit, say, hey, you know what, maybe instead of you know, sharing that negativity, we should actually share something positive and try to encourage somebody and maybe lift somebody up. And we've been using the hashtag we rise by lifting others up. And, and my hope is that that's going to take off because I think that's an amazing hashtag and it means a lot. Yeah, it does mean a lot. And it is taking off because you've already touched so many people with that, as you've said, all over the country, all over multiple countries. And I fully support that. And I think that we need to have more people thinking like that. So I think it's just tipping the dominoes. And I love that, you know, you're able to tip a bigger domino with a smaller domino. And then you're just all of a sudden you're tipping something that's just massively big, but it starts with that small domino. And that's what you're doing. I, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, like I truly believe in that mentality. 
or I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't be committing so yeah. much time to do this podcast. And I do believe that it starts with something so small and I want to encourage the conversation. I say that all the time when I'm speaking with guests, I say it, I have another segment where it's just me speaking the contemplations. I say that all the time you need to go out there and you can make an impact. Definitely don't sell yourself short because everything, no matter if it's negative, like you said, or if it's positive, definitely starts with one person and we can most absolutely highlight the positive stuff. So I love that you're doing that. We, I talked to you about this a little bit off camera. I always like asking this question and it sounds obvious of, hey, Chris, why do you help people? But I really want to know, I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit already here, but I like asking the question because I do firmly believe that it promotes the answer and every guest answers it differently. So why do you choose to spend so much of your time helping other people? You know, it's, that's a really, really neat question. And, and I think it's also such a simple question as far mm. as the actual ask, but I think it leads to, to a lot of things. And for me, my answer is, is very black and white. It's in my life, I've had so many amazing people and mentors that have helped me out. One of my very, very best friends now was a college basketball coach at the University of North Carolina. We had a tournament down there when I had my AAU team and he came over, introduced himself to me, gave me his card. And he said, if you have any questions and lo and behold, two weeks later, I got my first ever college job offer. And I reached out to him, you know, I had his card and we talked for like an hour and a half. And, and this is a guy that is coaching at one of the top 10 programs in the history of the country. And I just use him as an example. And I've had so many mentors and people that have given me time I've had people that I've called, that I've texted, and they picked up the phone and called me back or had that conversation. So for me, you know, I don't talk politics or religion a lot because you could lead to World War Ten um, in many ways. <laughs> but I do, I do believe in in the religion of karma in the sense that if you do the right thing for the right reasons, it's going to come back tenfold. And I don't mean in any way, shape, or form that it's going to come back to you. And the only reason you do it is because mm-hmm. it comes back. I mean. And I firmly believe that if you do the right thing, it comes back, maybe not to you, maybe it's to your kids, maybe Mm. it's to your parents, maybe it's to a friend, maybe it's to somebody else. But I believe in the boomerang effect where if you throw out positivity and you do things for the right reasons, it comes back. And and on my show and on our show, we talk about some simple things. And and on, on my Instagram handle, we do a lot of different things. We have challenges of the day and things. We talk about something as basic as hold the door open for a stranger. I talk all the time is everyone's walking around with their cell phones looking down and typing. And I say, you know what, say hello to somebody, smile at a stranger, you know, buy somebody a cup of coffee, you know, let somebody in in traffic. And if you do those things, they're going to do it most likely to somebody else. And like you said, it's going to have that domino effect. And that's not the reason you do it. Say, okay, I'm going to do something for Chris. And then Chris is going to do something for someone and it's going to come back and they're going to say, oh, it's all because of Chris. No, it's the exact opposite. (laughs) You do something and they're going to do things to other people. And all of a sudden it could have an impact two, three, four states away. And and really simple. It just comes down to, I think, doing the right thing. And I think being positive or negative, making the best out of a situation, it's always a choice. And now I want to be very clear and transparent with your your listeners. I'm an overly positive guy, but there are days (laughs) when I'm not feeling positive. There are things that you encounter and I went through a personal struggle the last two years that was unbelievably difficult, but I made a decision each and every single day, no matter what I'm going through, I want to try to be there for other people and ultimately, you know, paying it forward. And that's another hashtag we've used a lot is pay it forward. And I think that's something that, like I said before, it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. If you buy somebody a cup of coffee, you know, cost a dollar or two, but all those other things I said, 
doesn't cost you anything other than being a good human being. That's really special. That's a phenomenal answer, by the way. And one of the things I captured, because it was one of the more recent things that you posted on your social media, but there's a smile, something so small like that, a smile. And I've talked about it before, and it's just so refreshing to hear you talk about it and be able to promote it on such a level that you do promote it. And I absolutely believe in that small stuff as well. I think that's a common theme within this exact episode. It's a common theme within a lot of other episodes is that I want to highlight and you're highlighting right now that it doesn't have to be some big, great uh, monstrosity of a thing that you do. It can just be the smallest of things like the, all the examples that, that Chris gave here right now. So I would, I would really encourage to do that. And I do think it, it spreads like wildfire, but I, I would probably say, and I'm sure you may agree that the reciprocal of that as well, like if you are a negative person and you are doing the opposite of everything you just said, then that's probably going to come back to you. And I do think that's, um, you know, and this is just my personal opinion, but I do think when I encounter miserable people out in the world one you don't know at all what happened to them at all they could have just experienced something horrible um i know that based on my own experience like you said i try to be a positive person as much as possible but there are certainly some days when it's just i it's it's almost hopeless and it's just i'm struggling to to maintain that so we all go through those days and those are great examples and i think these things that you described are a level of leadership as well by if this is what you want to see out in the world then be a leader and do it yourself first and start it that way i want to know um, between the podcast between the company everything that we've discussed before i like understanding some of the behaviors that have led to this so it's similar but different about why you help people but for your own quote unquote, however you would define your success within your podcast, with reaching as many people as you had, with being on many podcasts as you have been, and with the company No Quit Living, what are some of the, um, maybe not your favorite, but most impactful behaviors that have led to the success you've seen? Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really powerful question. And I think some of the behaviors are, are things that you do each and every day. A word that I'm focusing mm. on trying for 2020 is the word consistency and discipline. And I think you know this more than ever is you don't just send out 10 emails and get 10 responses and say, I'd love to be on your show. Can you do it tomorrow, tonight, midnight, whatever works for you? It's it's usually the opposite. You send out 10, maybe you get one. Maybe. and Ironically, the whole company No Quit Living was actually started because I'm a huge quote guy and I just have all of our stationery on the bottom. I don't know if you can see it. It's it's a quote by Norman Vincent Peale. It's always too early to quit. And obviously, (laughs) always too early to quit. No Quit Living, it plays on itself. But I think those things really, the discipline, um, the consistency, I think the whole no quit mentality for me has been when you send out 10 emails and you get zero responses for me, I look at it as, okay, I got to send out 10 more, or I got to send out 20 more, or got to make 10 more phone calls. And the one thing that that's really helped, and I don't know if it answers your question specifically how, how you'd want or usually maybe gets answered, but a question I ask all the time with people is, is how can I help you? And we're recording now in, in February of 2020. The last two months of 2019, whenever I had coffee or lunch, or a drink or dinner with somebody, I would always ask somebody, you know, what are your goals for, for 2020 or what are you looking to do and, and how can I help you? Is it an introduction? Is it something that I can do? And, and the thing that I always ask about on my show is, you know, I, I ask for people to give feedback, but I also ask, 
you know, now that you've been on the show and you kind of know the format, if there's anybody in your space, your world today, next week, next year, that's got a great no quit story, you know, would love an introduction if it makes sense. And the reason I asked that is because the flip side is I always ask the follow up question is, you know, and how can I help you? And I think that goes back to doing the right thing is, is if you really truly want to be a leader and you want to be a self, a self motivational person where you say, okay, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. It's, it wears both, both hats where you have to say, okay, if I'm going to ask something for you, you need to know or believe that I also want to help you. And it, it's a two way street. And I think if you really go about with that servant leadership idea and mentality, you're going to help other people. Someone else is going to help somebody. And like I said, it's that boomerang effect. It might not come back to you, it might not come back to even anybody within your circle, but maybe do something great for somebody and they pay it forward to a neighbor or somebody mm -hmm. else. And all of a sudden, one positive action leads to another. And like you said, it's the small things that add up. And that's one thing that I wish our country would kind of change. And it's one thing that I think, unfortunately, social media does, does a horrible job with is, you know, you look at somebody's post and they say, oh, wow, they have, you know, a thousand likes and their videos have been you know, viewed, you know, 500 times and you look at yours and you say, I have two likes and, you know, six views and you look at yourself as a failure. You know, I want to, I want to flip the script on that and say, no, you're, you know, you're not a failure. You have, you have two, that's better than none. You know, try to get three the next time or four. And I think if you, if you compound those small victories being a sports guy, I don't know a single championship in any sport that was won or lost in the first game, whether it's hockey, whether it's major league baseball, whether it's NBA, NFL, I don't know a single team that lost the first game and they said, you know what, our season's completely over. But on the flip side, I also don't know a team that won the first game and they said, you know what, congratulations, you know, we're just going to give you the championship and we're going to cancel the rest of the season. It's those <laughs> small victories, those small wins, you know, the first road victory, the first, you know, two game win streak. And all of a sudden you do something, you continue to do it. And, and it's just asking the right questions, but being a good person in the sense of, Hey, if there's a way I could help you, I'd really like to help you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's coming from a genuine place. It absolutely is. I, and you can tell, like I was talking about Jeff, like you can tell when people are asking from a genuine place, and I love that, and it also promotes the paying it forward. And no, you definitely did answer it. The way you answer it, what, or however a guest answers a question is the best way to answer a question <laughs> because that's how they feel about the question. So no, I think that's a great answer to that. Consistent, consistency and discipline Absolutely. And the podcast one hit me hard. Hit, that, was, that hit hard because I know sending out so many requests oh. and, and uh, how much work it takes. And I've been doing it for two years now. And I've had people ask me, how do you get this person or that person? I was like, you don't want to know. Like, <laughs> it's, really, it's it could be <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Lie, ste steal, cheat, <laughs> yeah, bribe, whatever. Uh, no, yeah. it's, but you but you said something that's interesting. And I just want to touch on it for a second. Is sure. If any listeners or viewers take anything from this too, just take what, what you just said is, is it's about putting the work. And I think yeah. like that, that goes back to what I said about the social media is you see somebody's success and they're a best-selling author, speaker, or hanging out with somebody famous. And what you don't know, unfortunately, is you don't know the backstory behind that. And yeah. and that's the big thing that I wish social media would also have like, you know, you know, someone's, you know, videos viewed, you know, 500,000 times, you could say, well, you know, the first, you know, thousand videos maybe got a thousand views so let's not just look at the last one let's look at all of them and and you can see the success you can see the struggles and yeah. you can see the progression and that's the one thing i i always preach to to people is you know add those victories you know you have a great day have a second great day yeah. you know you're, you have kids or a spouse or you know significant other and you've had a tough time and and now you're working on it now you've had a week that's really good you know compounding you had a good mm -hmm. couple of days you know 
spend extra time with your kids. And that's what people will remember and appreciate down the road. Yeah, I love that compounding thing. I'm going to go over to Instagram for a second because one of the questions for you that I put out to, I put a sticker out, people ask questions. And one of the questions literally says, what did he start or why did he start his workout streak? So that kind of sounds like you're talking about, (laughs) you have one good day, you have another good day. So. Yeah. Uh, so, um, 463 days straight, um, without missing a workout and my man, it actually, it actually started just one day. I missed a day, um, in November of 2018. And then I kind of just said, all right, I'm gonna do it. And then it turned into 50 and into a hundred. And then last year I was like, I'm not going to miss an entire day and I've done it. And the crazy thing is I have some amazing people that are in my corner. I have quite a few accountability partners and that's a topic and idea and a concept that I absolutely love. I have different accountability partners in my personal growth profession, my business and in my gym. And there's, there's a bunch of us that, uh, you know, kind of keep me accountable in that sense. And we do some fun stuff in the gym. And, and for me, it's, you know, you work hard, play hard. And, and when you get the right people in your corner, it makes those, those days a lot tougher than, uh, and I'm a crazy early morning guy. So that adds to the insanity of it. (laughs) How early are we talking? Um, we are talking, waking up at three 30, getting to the gym at 4am when it opens. So that's kind of, uh, kind so, of nutty. so what time are you going to bed? <laughs> so that's the million dollar question. And <laughs> this is not a, this is not a, a health or a fitness, um, uh, podcast. So I'll Absolutely say this not. very, very carefully <laughs> is I go to bed anywhere from like eight thirty, nine o'clock till 11 or 12. I, I don't, get enough sleep. I know I don't, but it's something that yeah. I, I struggle with and I battle with. But the other thing I think too about it is just with my schedule where it is, it's the only time I really have that uninterrupted time. I have my phone with me always because I got three young kids, but it's usually always down and I have music going and, and my gym's kind of my, my sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And I'm fascinated with people's morning routines Yeah, and you'll, you'll, you'll get a question on, on my show when we record, but you know, it's my, it's my morning routine and it works for me. And I think it's kind of like people, you have their cup of coffee, they do their thing. For me, it's just a way to kind of tune out everybody and keep my streak yeah, alive. Absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to that because I'll tell you now, and you guys are going to have to hear the answer in Chris's podcast when I go on it and when that airs, because I'll tell you right now, that's something I've been struggling with for quite a while post injury that I had. So I don't want to take away from that. You guys are going to have to tune into his podcast to hear my answer yes. on that. What I used to do, I'll tell you what I used to do, what I'm doing right now, and what I plan on doing, which I clearly still have not done. So we'll talk about that on there. And I've really enjoyed this. We have, let me, uh, I'm going to try to sneak one more thing in here because we've talked about all of this awesomeness and we've talked about all these good things that everybody is doing on this podcast. But I want to know out of everything that we've talked about, the journey of being a coach, podcaster, business, everything, what is something that just chin checked you, some obstacle that you had to overcome and maybe to the point of where you didn't think you'd recover or continue doing what you wanted to do? Yeah, that's a, that's a, another, another powerful question. So kudos to you for that. It's something that I have not got into in, in great detail, but, uh, last this this past may of 2019 finalized a two-year divorce which was um i guess brutal Mm -hmm. is the is the best way to describe it from a personal perspective from a business perspective from 
emotionally, mentally, financially was, it was challenging. I have three young kids and there are a lot of people in my, in my circle, um, that didn't know that I was going through it. And for me, I'd be lying if I said there weren't days when I didn't, I just wanted to give up both, you know, almost, almost in life and business and with the podcast and, you know, you, you go to court, you're doing those things. And all of a sudden you get three podcasts, um, guess that, you know, reschedule or cancel and it just adds on top of it. And you know, I have to say that I have a unbelievable inner circle, my tribe. I have some amazing friends. I have two, two of the best parents out there. And the one thing that my team and, and my people that were there with me, they focused on the positivity and they were always there for me. And I think when you go through something like that and people have gone through way worse. So no way do I want to get off that, you know, what was me, but, but what I changed my, my verbiage is this is not happening to me. This is happening for me. And I have to be hundred percent clear the first 10, 20, 30 times I said it, I wrote it down. I didn't believe it fully, but I knew that I had to shift my mind. So I said, this is not happening to me. It's happening for me. And I almost wanted to punch myself in the face the first 30 times because I'm in my mind, I'm saying, I don't get it. I don't get it. But eventually it hit. And when you remove negativity from your life, it opens up those people that just you connect with. And, and you had mentioned, you know, Jeff, and there's a couple of people that I've connected with in the last three or four months that just have been, been there for me. And like I said, I'm, I'm just unbelievably grateful to have some amazing people that helped me get through this because the one thing that I can say is, is I would never have gotten through it the way I did and how I did. And you still battle yeah. it and you still deal with yeah. it if it wasn't for some of the amazing people that were really and truly there for me. And the other interesting perspective is, you know, you find out those people that are really there for you and you find out the people yeah. that, you know, unfortunately aren't. And I don't mean that in a, in a negative perspective. What I mean by that is it opened up my eyes because in my times of, of need, you know, there are some people that were really there and some people that, you know, unfortunately weren't there. But what it did for me is, as I said, two sides to the coin it made me really look in that self-accountability mirror. And I almost said to myself, who are those people that I maybe haven't been there for? So it actually re-engaged a lot of conversations Mm. and relationships where I went back and I had to apologize to some people and say, Hey, you know, I know I kind of dropped the ball. And I think at the end of the day, it's just about, you know, making the best out of it. And like I said, you know, for you and for, for listeners and viewers, you know, I'm sure there are people that are going through way worse things that, that I've experienced. And my hope to them is that you just, you know, find your, find your inner circle. I use mm-hmm. the word, you know, the power of your tribe a lot. And, you know, my tribe got a little bit smaller, but in the last six months, it's gotten a lot bigger and, and not only in numbers, but bigger and more valuable people that mm-hmm. really have my back and my best interest. And the flip side is, you know, you got to be there for those people as well. Yeah. That's really powerful. I appreciate you sharing that with us. It's not easy. And I, I want to say to you personally that I think I, I think it's very humbling to hear you say, I know people have gone through worse, but I wanted to say like it's very powerful to hear you say that because I know we talked about a lot of good things, a lot of awesomeness in this podcast, but for you to share that, it is, it's almost needed. And, and you touched on social media a little bit, but I do think it's very humbling to hear somebody share like that. But I do want to say like, even though, and I I was saying this a a second ago is what you experienced has been difficult for you. And I understand you said it can be difficult for other people, but like I was saying, I wanted to say to you that it's, it, 
you know, it's still your life and those are your experiences. And I've given the example before of two people, you and I could experience a tragedy right next to each other and experience it differently. So even experiencing the same exact thing can be interpreted completely differently. So what you're experiencing is what you're experiencing and it is bad or good or whatever you think it is based on your experiences and how you're going to go from that. But on that last point there, how you're going to go from that, you are approaching that very well. Your mindset, how you're perceiving things, how you're actually doing things, the circle that you're building. And then one of the most powerful things that I heard you say is that you even looked in on yourself and was like, shit, I'm not doing this for other people or I wasn't there for other people. So I think this is the epitome of, uh, it's one of the best answers that I have heard easily, but it's the epitome of a good answer because it shows the self-reflection and it's not just like, oh my gosh, this is a bad thing that happened to me, but thinking about all the things that you said and how can I help other people or where have I faulted other people for this or not been for other people. So I love that and I've really enjoyed this episode. Tell us how people can get a hold of you. Yes, awesome. I appreciate it. So uh, we're pretty active on social media. The biggest platform we're on is is Instagram. You can just find us at No Quit Living. Um, also, please check out the podcast. I loved how you teased. Uh, you're going to have an answer that you have to listen to. Uh, that's, that's awesome. I wish I had done that. And then the one thing I'll actually, last two things I'll say is I give out my personal email address all the time. One of the things I absolutely love about podcast and the power of podcast is just connecting with people. So sure. it's very simple. It's Chris at noquitliving.com. That's my personal email. I answer all emails. It's just kind of who I am. And then I would like to just ask for any of your listeners or viewers that want to receive and or hand out any positivity notes like i said we send them to you all you need to do is just send us your your name and your address and we will put them in the mail to you and i really appreciate i think your show is awesome and it was an honor being here and uh, thank you for for the opportunity yeah absolutely you guys are going to be able to check all that stuff in the show notes the podcast his email the positivity notes and reminding you that you'll provide your name and your address and yeah thank you so much it's it's been really fun. It's been really high energy, but also full circle. Like I said, we end it on a very powerful note. And I think, like I said, I, I stand true by all the things we talked about, including that because we're human beings, we experience emotions, we have life. And sometimes life throws your curveball. We're dealing with stuff on our end as well. And it's been really difficult. So I totally understand. Uh, different, but equally, equally tough. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to, I always say, I always look forward to editing them because I do my own editing right now. And I get to listen to them very slowly. And I get to pick it apart. And it's, <laughs> it's always really interesting to me. But man, have a great rest of your night. You too, man. I appreciate it. Thank right. you again. See ya.